God bless, ladies and gentlemen. God bless. Your brother Jesse Jarab is here, and this is Christian Thoughts. Interesting and inspiring topic on being a Christian, but still being human. In other words, still being imperfect, still being molded by God. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are re-recording a topic we were supposed to be recording this past Saturday, the 10th, November 10th, 2018. Um, We had some technical issues, ladies and gentlemen, but we are here once again on your favorite podcasting app. I am recording here from Anchor, if you are listening to me from everywhere else. So, today we are re-recording The Perfect Potter. The Perfect Potter. God being the perfect potter and us being the mold. What kind of pottery are you and are you allowing God to mold you? As always, ladies and gentlemen... We are listener supported. Before we start, we are listener supported. So go to anchor.fm slash jct to find out, to learn how you can uh, bless this podcast and support this podcast monetarily or even by still being a loyal listener. You can always support us like that. But as well, you can always support us with whatever you want to give however God puts in your heart to give you can give you can do by going to anchor.fm slash jct and pressing the support this podcast button support this podcast button on that website so ladies and gentlemen I know as I said this past Saturday we haven't been uh, live as often and we haven't been here for the past few weeks, but God knows why that is. The devil has been trying to stop us from doing God's will, but here we are still standing and still forcing off. So today's topic again is the perfect potter and the question, are we allowing the potter to mold us? What kind of potter, pottery are you and are we allowing God the potter mold us. I do you one better. Are we allowing the potter the potter God to fully mold us to the vase or cup or pot he wants us to be. Today we have not one but two Bible verses to talk about today's topic and they are Isaiah 64 verse 8 and Romans 9 verse 20 to 21. We'll read those two, and of course, then do our commencement prayer. Isaiah 64, verse 8 says, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Notice how it says work. It's speaking as in everyone is God's hand at work. Again, I'll read it. But now, O Lord, you are the Father, we are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, Romans 9, verse 20 says, But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? What would, what will what is molded say to its motor? Why have you made me like this? Verse 21 says, Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? What if God, desiring to show his wrath and make known to his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? Dear God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks, God, for another wonderful day. We give you thanks, God, for another wonderful weekend that has just passed. It's now another beautiful Monday. We ask, God, that everyone who listens to this podcast version of Christian Thoughts, may they be blessed by the word. May they support this podcast. May you, God, uh, allow them to support this podcast in monetarily or uh, by being a loyal listener, God. Bless them, however, the way they support this podcast. May they be blessed every day, God. May you put the words in my mouth for me to speak. For me not to say nothing that is uh, irrelevant to this this topic. May May I not say anything that is irrelevant to your word. For your praise and for your glory, I ask of it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, are we allowing God to mold us the way he wants us? Are we allowing the perfect potter to mold us the way he wants us? What does it mean for God to mold us? That means he is forming us. And not only is he forming us, but he is transforming us. The Bible compares it to a potter. We all know back in, the, in history how people made pots and pans. And even today it's a common hobby to be a potter, to deal with pottery, with a classic potting machine. And that's how the Bible and God compares us, how he is transforming us. It says he molds us and makes us into different things. I'll give you one better. God is the perfect potter because he molds us exactly how he wants to, how, how he wants us to be. Some of us are tall vases, tall cups, tall pots. Some of us short, some of us big, some of us small. But God is still able to use us however we are made. We, are leading, we, we, ladies and gentlemen, are created and are born the way God wanted us to be. But we aren't perfect yet. The perfect potter has not completed his will with us yet. And that is why we go through trials and tribulations. That is why we go through heartbreak. That is why we go through storms, ladies and gentlemen. Because God is still molding us. God is still saying this is what's going to help you down the line. This situation that you don't understand right now is going to help you down the line. It's going to make you understand down the line why I put you through this. You're going to understand. And you might still not understand, but you will be formed. God, ladies and gentlemen, is the perfect potter. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. We think that God is done forming us. No. The Bible says sometimes we get mad and we say, Why did you make us this way, God? Why did you make me this way, God? But it says basically 
to hold our tongue because the pottery cannot tell the potter how to make them. The pottery, ladies and gentlemen, has no right to tell the potter how to make them. It, 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 it's one of those irrelevant kind of things. It's irrelevant. It's, it's downright bad to basically say to God, why did you make me this way? To basically say that God made a mistake. God makes no mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. God makes no mistakes. God is the perfect potter. God is a God. God is the God. God is the one and true God. So because he is the one and true God, ladies and gentlemen, he makes no mistakes. We are the only species who has the free will. And as a matter of fact, the audacity. I say it like that because it's true. We are the only species who have the audacity to say God made a mistake. No other species in this world says that. No other species, ladies and gentlemen, that is created by God says that. We are the only species who has the audacity to say God made a mistake. You tell me, ladies and gentlemen, where in nature do you see a mistake? Will you tell me, ladies and gentlemen, where in animals do you see a mistake? Where in the animal kingdom do you see a mistake? I don't think the lion thinks to himself, God made a mistake, I'm supposed to be a tiger. God made a mistake, I'm supposed to be a bear. There are all still animals, and we are all still human. They are all the animals that God wanted them to be, and we are the humans that God wanted us to be, but we are not done yet. God is not done forming us. No sir. No man. As I said, we this 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 is why we go through these trials and tribulations, ladies and gentlemen, to be to, to, to find out and to learn what we have to go through and and down the line, ladies and gentlemen, we will understand why God puts us through these situations. Down the line we will understand why God has allowed us to go through these trials and tribulations. Down the line, we will understand why God has the right to mold us, has us as clay, has us as just pure mold. And we are still getting formed. We are still getting formed. Ladies and gentlemen, think of it like this. No matter how the potter, those of us that know, those of you that know pottery, no matter how you mold, or what you mold the pot the pottery for, they cannot talk back and say, why did you make me like this? You can make him a trash can. You can make the, the mold a trash can. You can make the mold a vase. You can make the mold a, 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 a cup, a pot. Does the cup say to the potter, why did you not, why didn't you make me a vase? Does the trash can say to the potter, why didn't you, why didn't you make me a cup? No. And so for the same reason, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot say to God, why did you make me like this? We have no right. Because God has the right. We have no right. We have free will. And we think just because we have free will, we have all the rights in the world to go against God and say, no, your God made a mistake. 
God made a mistake because I am supposed to be a woman. I am supposed to be a man. I'm supposed to be a child. I'm so think about it like that, ladies and gentlemen. When 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 children say silly things like that, we think it's silly. And just because they are children, they say things like that. But now there are parents today. God forbid the kid says, "I want to be a woman," and the the, the parent says, "Okay, now you're a woman." This is where our society has gone to, ladies and gentlemen. Back in the day, when kids did things like that, it used to be silly, and we used to say, "Oh, they're just kids, so they don't know what they're talking about." But today, ladies and gentlemen, we have the audacity to say that kids know exactly what they want. We have the audacity to say that kids uh, 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 know better. That kids, maybe five, six years old. And uh, and below, they 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 know what they want already. No, they don't. They're kids, ladies and gentlemen. Kids still don't know. My ch child still doesn't know. That's like saying, "Oh, my kid says they know how to drive, so I'm I was I was letting them drive." Just because they say they want to be some way, just because they say they know what they want, doesn't mean that they know. We, as the parent, ladies and gentlemen are supposed to know what they want first. We as the parent are supposed to tell them, ladies and gentlemen, how they're going to be, how they're going to grow and form them into into adults. Into adults, the adults that society and that, that, that the world wants them to be. We're supposed to encourage them to do right not to do whatever they want. Parents today no longer want to discipline. Parents today no longer want to correct their kids. They no longer want to say, oh, that is wrong and this is right. Now everything that is wrong, the Bible even says, everything that is wrong will be right and everything that is right will be wrong. And exactly is how it is happening today. Everything that is right in this world is now wrong, and everything that is wrong in this world is now the right thing to do. No, no. What God established as wrong is still wrong, ladies and gentlemen. And what God established as right in His Word is still right. No matter what society says, no matter what the government tries to tell you, no matter what the media tries to tell you, Ladies and gentlemen, everything that is right is still right, and everything that is wrong is still wrong. When kids, right to my original point, when kids say silly things like, I want to be a woman, I want to be a man, we say that those are silly. We those are, that those things are just silly, that they're just kids. When kids say things like, uh, uh, I made a mistake, or this is a mistake, this is supposed to be this way, or think of it like this, I, I, the kids say they want to drive the car, we laugh and say, oh, you're too small to drive the car, you don't know how to drive. But yet, when they say, I want to be a woman, we allow them to be what they want them, what they want to be. You don't allow them to drive when they say they know how to drive, but you allow them to be what they, what you say they think they want to be. 
God makes no mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. God makes no mistakes. We are men. The men, we who are men, were born as men and were supposed to be men. Men, uh, women who are women, who are born as women, are supposed to be women. No change. Nothing changes. The pottery cannot say to the potter, do not make me like this. The pottery, and now just because, I, ladies and gentlemen, the science has gone overboard, now we want to even say that God made a mistake and change ourselves through surgery. Change ourselves through, through, through plastic surgery, through science, through doctors. We say that doctors know more than God. When God was the one that gave them that wisdom and that knowledge. God was the one that gave them that wisdom and that knowledge of how to do things. And not only God gave them that wisdom, because now we say, oh, God didn't give them that wisdom, the school did. And who gave them the school and who gave the school the knowledge? And who gave that school the knowledge? And who gave that school the knowledge? It'll go around and around and around until you finally understand that God was the one that made everything and that gave everyone the knowledge to do anything. Back when there was no school, back in Bible times, when there was no schools, when there were no classes, who gave the wisdom and the, the knowledge for doctors to do anything, for the, for the priests to do anything? It was God. And now we have the audacity to say, no, God didn't do that. It was the school. No, God didn't do that. It was their parents. Oh, no, God didn't do that. <coughs> and then we want to wonder why God doesn't answer our prayer. Or God doesn't appear when we need him the most. Because we kick God out of this world. And automatically when something big happens, that's when we remember God. Oh, but the rest of the time we say God made mistakes. God made a mistake. I'm not supposed to be this way. I'm not supposed to be that way. I'm not supposed to be like this. I'm not supposed to be like that. God made a mistake. Again, when have you heard, when have you heard that a lion has said, if you, if you speak lion, maybe, I don't know, but when have you heard that the lion has said, I'm not supposed to be a lion, I'm supposed to be a tiger, and they change themselves, and they say, now I'm a tiger, I'm no longer a lion, or the cat that says, I'm not supposed to be a cat, I'm supposed to be a lion, and they change themselves, and they're no longer a cat, they're now a lion. We have the audacity. We are the only species who has that audacity. We are the only species who has that downright absurd, absurdity. When kids say things like that, we think that they are silly. But adult says that, an adult says that and is no longer silly. An adult says, I want to be a woman and we have to, we have to as they say, accept them, accept what they want, accept what they say they want to be, because if not, then we're mean, if not, then we have no love, <laughs> if not, then we are discriminating. And yet people can discriminate against Christians all the time and we can't say nothing. 
I love how people say, oh, you're discriminating against uh, Christians are mean and, and bad because they're discriminating against the gays, against the transsexuals, against the lesbians. And, 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 when, and when people discriminate against us, we can't say nothing. We don't say nothing. Because if we say anything, then we're no longer a Christian. Or if we, if we can't say nothing. We are the hypocrites, and when they become hypocrites themselves, we can't say nothing to them. Oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to be a Christian, because they are a bunch of hypocrites, and they discriminate against everybody. They have no love. No. We have love. We have love. The true Christians, we have love, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get it twisted. Don't allow the television to say or to show you that Christians are all the same. No. The true Christians have love. We all have love. But it's what God sees as wrong that we see as wrong. It's what God sees as right that we see as right. No matter what society tells us to see. No matter what the government tells us to see. We see what God sees, and we see through the eyes of God that what is right is right, and what is wrong is still wrong. Not what the government says is right is wrong, or wrong is right. Not what the society says, what God says, what the Word of God says. And don't get it twisted, I'm not saying that God hates. Don't get me twisted. God loves everyone, just like we're supposed to love everyone, just like all Christians are supposed to love everyone. I don't like the people that say God hates, because God, the last time I checked, ladies and gentlemen, and I said this in, my, in, in a few podcasts before, in a few episodes before, God doesn't hate anyone. God loves everyone. God loves everyone, but the, the difference, ladies and gentlemen, is that God still sees wrong as wrong and right as right what God established in his word to be right is right and what God established in his word that is wrong is still wrong abortion uh, homosexuality uh, 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 bestiality adultery fornication porn pornography Still, all things that are wrong, but society says to say that they are right. All the things that are wrong, the fruit of the flesh, as to what the Bible calls the fruit of the flesh is adultery, the fruit of sin, adultery, fornication. We used to call them the seven deadly sins. And no, no longer are they the seven deadly sins. Now they are the seven happy sins. They are now the seven do them sins. Now they are the sins that everyone should do because those are right for society and are right for the government. No longer does the world see them as the seven deadly sins. But we Christians, oh, we're hypocrites. Oh, we're this, oh, we're that. But we are supposed to follow the word of God. And when we do... The world hates us. And the world is going to continue to hate us. That's what we got to understand. 
The world is going to continue to hate us because we are seeing through the eyes of God. We are seeing through the eyes of God and not of man because man is formed by God. Because man was created by God, not the other way around, contrary to popular belief. God was not created by man. Man was created by God, ladies and gentlemen. And it will stick like that and it will stay like that. So what we need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, is that God still sees sin as sin. God still sees wrong as wrong. What God sees as 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 downright wrong and stay and will stay wrong. It will stay wrong. What God sees as right will stay as right. Not the other way around. So ladies and gentlemen, the potter, the perfect potter knows what he's doing. God is the perfect potter. We cannot say to God, why did you make me like this? We are still being formed by God. We are still being formed. We, ladies and gentlemen, who are in God's hands, we who, who call ourselves Christians who are in God's hands, we are still being formed. We are still being transformed. For his glory. That's why we must go through trials and tribulations. Because that is God. Breaking us apart. Ladies and gentlemen. Breaking us the clay apart. To form us into what he wants us to be. The pastors that he wants us to be. The preachers that he wants us to be. The ministers. The, the singers. The, 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 and the, the musicians. Whatever the case may be. The prophets. Whatever the case may be. The thing that he wants us to be. That is what God is forming us to do. That is the thing that God is forming us to do. The perfect potter knows what he is doing. The perfect potter knows what he is doing. He does not make mistakes. God makes no mistakes. God made you a man, you were born a man to stay a man. You were born a woman to stay a woman. You were born a man to be with women. You were born a woman to be with men. Not, don't get it twisted. Ladies and gentlemen, God is, I'm not saying that God hates gays or homosexuals or lesbians or transsexuals or nothing like that or anything like that. I'm not saying that. Again, don't get me twisted. I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, God formed you the way you are. God loves you the way you are, but he does not accept what you are doing. Just because God loves you does not mean he wants to accept you. Just because we as Christians love you does not mean we have to accept what you are doing. Just like a child, I mean, just like a parent does not have to accept their child, but love their child, they don't have to accept the wrong that they are doing. They might be criminals in real life. Their children or their kids or their, 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 their children might be criminals in real life. But ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't mean that the parent has to accept them as criminals. They do not have to accept them being criminals. What they have to do and what we should do as parents is not accept our kids' uh, uh, wrong or our kids' criminal, uh, being criminals and being 
this, that, or the other, or drug addicts, or whatever they are, we don't accept all that wrong, but we still love them as our children. We still love them as our creation, and that is God, ladies and gentlemen. We, God still loves you. God still loves the gays, the homosexuals, the lesbians, the transsexuals, the LGBTQ community, as it's called now. God loves us all. That does not mean he accepts, he accepts the sin we are committing. God loves the sinner. I say this all the time. God loves the sinner. He does not love the sin. He abhors the sin. He abhors the sin. That's what the Bible says. That means that he despises sin, but he loves the sinner. We are the pottery, and he loves us being his pottery, but he does not love what's inside of us. We, I said this on Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, God's glory can still come out of us. Flowers can still come out of an ugly vase and still make it look beautiful. No matter how God made you, short, tall, dark, white, light, skinny, Hispanic, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, Filipinese, whatever, you are still human, you are still a vase, you are still a vase, however you want to say it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are still creations of God and God's glory. Flowers can still make an ugly vase look beautiful, and that's God's glory. God's glory can still make us look beautiful. God's glory can still come out of us. Instead of sin, instead of, instead of dirty water coming out of a cup, clear water coming out of a cup, that's God's glory. Water of rivers. Living water, as the Bible says, can come out of a cup of, of us, the cup in God's hands. A beautiful vase, an ugly vase can be a beautiful vase with God's glory. God's glory can still come out of you, no matter if you think you're ugly, no matter if you think you're horrible, no matter if you think that you're not worth it. God created you for a reason, my friend. God created you for to, to show his glory in your life. God created you to hold flowers, to hold his glory, to see his hand at work, ladies and gentlemen, to see his hand at work. Again, the Bible says it. The Bible just said it, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible just said it in, in, in Isaiah. Now, O oh Lord, you are a father. We are the clay and you are a potter. We are all the works of your hands. We are the work of God's hand. Or the work of God's hand. We need to show it. We need to show God's glory in our lives. No matter what we think of ourselves, God still uses us. God can still use us. God can still use you. God is not done forming you, my friend. God is not finished with you. You might be finished with God, but God is not finished with you, ladies and gentlemen. No matter where you run to, God will still find you if it's in his plan for him to use you. God is still going to use you no matter where you run to. God is still going to find you no matter where you run to. God is still 
wants to, to show you, God still wants to show you his love no matter where you run to. So my friend, remember that. This has been Christian Thoughts, the perfect powder. The perfect powder is God, my friend, and he wants to form you and, and, and destroy your life. And I don't mean destroy your life as in kill you, but, but destroy the wickedness of your life the evil in your life he wants to destroy what 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 you have in your life and form you all over again that's what we call making uh, uh, being born again that's what we as Christians call being born again God is the perfect potter he can make us be born again he can reform us transform us if you will into what he wants us to be for. This has been Christian Thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. Thank you for listening, and God bless.